Welcome to the Avenging Hour, everyone. I'm Jason. Hey, Jason. How's it going? I'm happy to be back another week alive. I'm happy that you're back another week alive, too. <laughs> That's a really loud, like, radio intro there. Look at that. Hey, hey everybody. Yeah, you you sent the little blue thing on the on Woo, the it's going crazy on the computers. I am. I'm, I'm John. Oh, did you not tell you who you were? Nah, I didn't bother. People were probably confused for those ten seconds there. Right? Who's this guy talking to yeah, Jason? I'm, this is the I'm. I've decided to start listening to this podcast with episode what? 123 or whatever episode we're on. 22. 122. Out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know who these people are. Or what they do? What do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the Avengers. That's easy. The comics, not the movies. No, no, because everyone talks about the movies. Although some would have us speak of the movies. Some would have us cast... Necro? They would have us cast the comics as if they were movies. Like, pick actors that you would think would play the West Coast Avengers. Like, maybe we should do that because we don't have a question. I think that would be that would be really easy. You would... Uh, Don Knotts would be Hawkeye. <laughs> um, Tim Conway would be Wonder Man. <laughs> <laughs> No, they would play the Beast in Wonder Man. Oh, it would be a great Tim Conway oh, Don Knotts movie, which would be which. I we think... could see the the Carol Burnett skit with the West Coast Avengers where she's Tigra. <laughs> no, she would be the Scholar Witch because she liked drapes. Mm, that's true. I would like to see um, – I, I think that Tom, Tim Conway should revive his dwarf character and make him different superheroes. Tim Conway's still alive? Uh, barely, I think. Uh, but he would be great as Wolverine. Do Wolverine as dwarf? Come on, right? Same height. Right, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, what I'm thinking. Sure. What if we What if we cast the West Coast Avengers as like our favorite sitcom? Like, do we have a favorite sitcom? Well, I'm just like pick a sitcom from like the 70s and then make those characters the West Coast Avengers. Well, let's see. We need something with five people on it, like the Munsters. I don't know the Munsters that well. We could do the Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch has the West Coast Avengers. So Doctor Pym is Alice. <laughs> he just shows up and helps out every now and then. Hawkeye and Mockingbird would be. The parents. Tiger would be uh, Jan because she's whiny. Yes, and mm. she's always she's always jealous of everybody else on the team. All right, so we have Wonder Man and Iron Man. That's tough. I don't know the boys. Well, there's Peter, Greg, or Greg, Peter, and Bobby. I think that Greg's the oldest. I know them from the Brady Bunch movie, and in that case, I'd say Wonder Man would be Greg because he was kind of pretty but stupid. Yes, and Tony, we could make Tony any of the other two because as far as I know, he could be Cindy. Like he's in a he's in a suit. You're never gonna see him. <laughs> Probably drunk anyway. Um, yeah, there you go. Do we, if we put the Vision and the Scarlet Witch in, we could make the Scarlet Witch Jan, and the Vision could be whichever she's boy. She's going to be sitting on the bed combing her hair. Yes. Yeah. And Tiger's going to be jealous of her. And Vision would be whichever. Wanda, Wanda, Wanda. <laughs> Vision will be whichever boy didn't have a personality. <laughs> like Cousin Oliver when he came on later on. <laughs> That's the Vision. Cousin Oliver. Was he on the Adams Family? Was he on the Brady Bunch? No, he was I on really the Brady Bunch. Did not watch old sitcoms. How about Happy Days? We could have done his Happy Days. Dumb Who would be the Fonz? It has to be Hawkeye, right? I guess it would have to be Hawkeye. I mean, he would want to be. Wonder Man would want to be the Fonz, but he could never be the Fonz. And Vision and Scarlet Witch would be Joni and Chachi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I buy that. I buy that. Who's the goody two-shoes? That has to be Richie Cunningham. Or, oh, wow, we got a lot there. We got Potsy. That would have to be Wonder Man because he's an idiot. Yes. Ralph Malfe, who thinks he's funny. That could be Hawkeye. And Tony Stark is, is Al. There's a lot to he work owns, with there. Tony Stark owns the diner. <laughs> owns the restaurant. That's true. There's a lot to work with. I like that one. Tiger could be a Leather Tuscadero. Boom! That wasted enough time. <laughs> Sure, why not? Previously on The Avenging Hour, our West Coast team had a run-in with Ultron while Man-Ape showed up to free the imprisoned Goliath. Vision and Scarlet Witch faced off against some zombies led by the Black Talon, and we learned that the whole shebang was masterminded by the Grim Reaper. And now, episode 122. We start today's episode with West Coast Avengers number 2 from November of 1985. Imagine that a month after the last one. This is again written by Steve Englehart and again has artwork by Al Milgram, and this one is called Sons. 
like siblings, sons, or yeah, yeah, yeah. offspring, not solar system things. At a random hotel in New Jersey, the West Coast Avengers tromp down the hall to meet up with the Vision and Scarlet Witch. Hawkeye waves to their allies. Tigra waves to some stranger at the ice machine. Iron Man looks like a fat kid in a Halloween costume trying to hold in a fart. <laughs> But where's Mockingbird? Hawkeye lies and says she stayed home to watch over things. But it turns out Tigra basically threatened to quit if they left her behind, so Mockingbird is stuck doing the dishes all day. Anyway, the team has traveled east to trade notes with our married weirdos, and trade they do through a full page of flashbacks. Meanwhile, Grim Reaper has Pym and Wonder Man trapped inside an energy cage, whatever the hell that is. He's yelling about how tainted his former brother has become, how his memory has been twisted into both a fake man and an energy form, and he's going to siphon the good out of both of those heads and transfer it into the rubbery zombie thing leaning in the corner. That ought to fix everything. The villains quibble a bit amongst themselves as Black Talon jockeys for position. Grim Reaper reminds him that his voodoo powers have failed thus far, and Ultron volunteers to bring Vision back alive instead. Back in New Jersey, the team has approached the former Williams manufacturing plant and is bombarding Tigra with even more flashbacks. They then think it's a good idea to show up at the home of Simon Williams' mother, completely unannounced. Surprisingly, she welcomes them in immediately and regales us with even more flashbacks, showing that Simon wasn't a corrupt businessman after all, but was merely taking the fall for his brother's embezzling. Then Vision makes things awkward by insisting that he's sort of this old lady's son too, and I don't really get the emotion here. None of this Simon Williams brain pattern stuff has ever made much sense to me. There's just no reasonable connection. The villains are doing more talking and fighting as it's revealed that Grim Reaper is a complete racist, calling Man-Ape a black savage and saying he hates spades. This kind of came out of left field. When his girl Necro reveals that she's actually an albino black woman, Reaper just waves it off and insists she's whiter than white. Man-Ape storms off and convinces his Creole brother, the Black Talon, that things are not good in bad guy land. The two villains commiserate in front of Pym and Wonder Man, and Pym sees this as the perfect opportunity to pummel us with more flashbacks. He then yells at Wonder Man to stop being such a pussy. The Avengers hug it out with the old lady in New Jersey who has given them a clue about Reaper's possible whereabouts and jump in the Quinjet on a course to Las Vegas. Hawkeye radios ahead to Mockingbird to see if she's had any luck locating Ultron, but he doesn't need to wait for a reply because I'm pretty sure that's the psycho robot hanging on the windshield. Uh-oh. To be continued. Ah, a roll call. As always, the West Coast Avengers are Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Iron Man, Wonder Man, and Tigra. Hank Pym is still visiting, sort of, but captured. We get some help from Vision and Scarlet Witch. Our flashbacks include Baron Zemo, Executioner and Enchantress. We meet Old Lady Williams, and our villain... And our villains are the Grim Reaper, Ultron, Manape, Black Talon, and Necra. That is a weird group of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the villain team here... The villain team here seems kind of cool, because... On the surface, it seems like it makes sense because you got the Grim Reaper who's behind all of this because he wants his brother back, and you've got he's he's dating Necra apparently. Yeah, I guess. So she comes along. He needs the Black Talon because he for his plan he needs his zombie. He needs to. He, he needs, needs the Simon Williams zombie. The Simon Williams zombie. He needs Ultron because he needs. He's got the know how to do the computer stuff that and he needs done to get the vision. To too. get the vision, and it kind of makes sense that they have Goliath. Because no, wait, who was going to get no? Ultron got Wonder Man. Um, Black Talon was supposed to get Vision, but didn't. Yes. Right. 
But but the point is, but Ultron has a t- he has more ties to Vision than Black. T- I don't. And he also that. well well, and he was promised apparently Pym if he would help out, but which is odd because Pym they didn't know Pym was going to be there. Yes, agreed. Mm. And it kind of makes sense, Goliath, because he shares in some ways the same sort of powers with Wonder Man. They're both ionic creatures, yeah, and he's worked with Grim Reaper in the past. But it gets a little shaky there, and then it completely falls down with the Man Ape. Yeah, I don't. Why know. the heck is the Man Ape here? I can only assume the Man Ape's there because Grim Reaper again had already worked with him and was like, "Hey, he's not doing anything." And it is. <laughs> weird you, you mentioned the the grim reaper's racism is odd because he did work with the with the black talon uh and the man no he didn't work with the black talon. no he worked, he worked with, with the man, man Ape. Ape, yeah. and it was never brought up in the original run of issues that they were in together no. and as we were talking about off off recording here he his first showdown with the avengers was against the black panther and they didn't really never was brought up then either racism so there and- I don't really you know i'm not gonna be like how dare you impugn my this horrible villain by making him a racist but it's just a little weird. So it's Steve Englehart just showing up and going, what can I do with these characters? I know, he's a racist now. Tiger's scared of water. Um, Wanda can do anything. It's disappointing, again, that the two women are the low-powered characters in the group and that they aren't um, treated with a lot of respect. No, the worst part is that they found a reason to just not even include Mockingbird. But what's really great is the picture of Tigra <laughs> at the bottom of the page when they're talking about how Tigra is going to quit the team. She's so angry. She's like, she's got her fi- I don't know if she was, because she doesn't know that Hawkeye was flashbacking to himself about how Mockingbird <laughs> stayed behind because Tigra is going to quit. But somehow she's still really angry. <laughs> right, that's right. It's a thought bubble. I didn't even realize that. And she's still so angry. Well, she's got um, her arms crossed here when he says that Mockingbird stayed behind. So she did kind of know. I really like the Grim Reaper's plan. The idea that we will somehow find a person who looks enough like Simon Williams. We'll give him a little cosmetic change here. but And who is conveniently dead right? and conveniently died of something that either won't kill him again. <laughs> didn't mess up his body, really. Or didn't mess up his body. So if he died of natural causes, that's a concern because he seems awfully young. Right. And if he didn't die of natural causes, shouldn't he have bullet holes or, or yeah. claw marks yeah, yeah. or something on him? But all that aside, I like the idea that we'll take this person and we'll take Simon Williams and we'll just basically put their minds in the computer. And it'll sort out all the parts that don't match up. And whatever's left is Simon Williams. Yeah. that I love the plan for the Grim Reaper because it would never work. But it makes enough sense for an insane person... It is super crazy. ...to go, oh yeah, that's a good plan. Plus, I don't understand why Grim Reaper is so obsessed with, I want my brother back because he was so perfect. I, we see these flashbacks, they, don't, they didn't even get along. Yeah, it's, it's odd, that, but I, I'm okay with that too because he's crazy. He's totally crazy. And so what I like about this plan is, it, is, it seems to me the kind of plan that a crazy person would come up with. Where it's just... Like in their by in their way of looking at the world, you can go, oh yeah, I can see how they think they might think that will work. Which, on the flip side of things, makes you wonder what these other villains are doing with him. Well, exactly, because at least a couple of them have to go. Ah, uh, well, well, okay. Uh. <laughs> so Necra apparently is willing to do whatever he was, whatever he says, because apparently the sex is good. Plus, she's like goth. I don't know. She doesn't care. <laughs> and and she, well, she hates. She just wants to hate yeah, things. No, whatever. And Ultron's fine with it because he's getting Doctor Pym out of all this. Right, and he's a crazy robot too. Um, exactly. Black Talon's a voodoo guy, so he's already weird. Yeah, but why? And Goliath, I'm assuming, is just getting paid. Well, he got out of prison, so he's happy. Yeah, but but, I, but again, again, why are Man-Ape? why are the two of them sticking around? Why are Goliath and Manape there? How is Grim Reaper paying them? Yeah, with what? Yeah, 
because they're not. It's what not is like he, he's going to go rob Vision and Scarlet Witch's house that they just bought with no money? <laughs> yeah, it's not like they're knocking over banks beforehand. Exactly. You know, these aren't the Joker's people that you know you're going out to Gotham and I. So yeah, I don't understand where the money's coming from for any of this, or why they're even sticking around, or why that. Yeah, that's it. You can't look at this too closely. Much like the Grim Reaper's plan, Steve Englehart's plot only works if you don't examine it very closely. It's fun when you look at crazy on the surface, but when you really try to get into crazy, it's kind of frightening. Yeah, it really is. I'm like, Williams Manufacturing still exists? It's just closed. There's a closed sign on the fence. It's just closed. This guy's been dead for years. Didn't Stark take over his business? Yeah, supposedly. Well, he closed the plant so... and fired. He bought it and closed the plant and fired all the people. What a jerk. That's Stark for you. Probably doesn't remember doing it either. Dr. Pym mentions Blake Carrington. Right, from he, Dynasty. Yeah, yeah, that Blake Carrington's a character from the show Dynasty. He was the father figure. And it's kind of funny because Pym says, basically says to him... This is ridiculous. It sounds like a soap opera what, yeah. between Ultron and the Grim Reaper and their concern with family. And I thought that was funny, especially because comics, even now, but especially in the 80s, I think were very soap operatic. Especially the X-Men. Yeah, well, yeah. So much the X-Men. So we talk here, we find out about how Simon Williams, when he was in charge of Williams Industries, was a inventor. Yes. This, He's a scientist. <laughs> this seems like a total retcon. We have never, in all the times we have seen Simon Williams, ever been led to believe that he is anything of an inventor. No, when we first met Simon, when he was still just Simon Williams, he was just a businessman. And he's never given any indication that he knows his way around a lab. Right. At all. Because he would have been hanging out with them in the lab and with the Avengers and all the other doctors well, with yeah. their pipes and patches on their elbows. And the first time we see him when, when, he, when Baron Zemo has got doing whatever that's going to kill him and the Avengers are trying to save his life, everyone on the team is trying to save his life, including friggin' Rick Jones and the Team Brigade, and he's not. <laughs> yeah. So you have to believe. I, I think this came out of nowhere. and I, I, It doesn't fit with Simon's personality, and we will never see it again. I don't think he ever does anything scientist-y. Unless he's playing one on TV. Steve Englehart, and if we, we, won't, we won't see this because we're not reading any more of the Vision and Scarlet Witch series. But in the Vision and Scarlet Witch series, all 12 issues at the end of the day kind of focus on family in different respects. Either the family that the Vision and the Scarlet Witch want to build for themselves and their kids. Or, you know, the, the Wanda's relationship to her family, to both her brother and her, and her father Magneto. Or the Vision's... Re- he seems just obsessed with family, and, and that's these issues are the exact same way. Trying to build this family unit between Wonder Man, the Vision, Wonder Man's mom. It seems I, like this is obviously what interested him at the time. I don't like any of it. It doesn't make any sense that this old lady would even care that the Vision's like, I'm kind of your son too. She can know you're not, you weirdo. <laughs> It is odd that... Does he sound like him? Does he tell her anything that would make her think, oh, he really does have... There's nothing specific that he says that makes her go, yep, you're my son too. Here's my problem with the Vision and Wonder Man as brothers, and we'll talk more about it next issue, but my problem with it has always been that they have never acted anything alike. No. We're supposed to believe that the Vision's brain patterns are based on on Wonder Man's, and yet... There is there are no similarities between these characters. There never have been. Never. Ever. From day one, they are completely different people. I mean, the idea should be that they are they started at the same place and then their experiences changed them. Sure. But we don't see that. Because for the first, what, 10, 20 years of Vision's life, Wonder Man wasn't around. So yeah. he didn't have anything to base anything off of. Yeah. He was just brought to life using those brain patterns and then he created his own life. Yeah. It's it and that's why it's so hard to to, to I mean, to reconcile this with with Mrs. Williams, with her 
accepting the vision so readily. I it's kind of the same sentiment of, you know, let's say there were twins that were born and they were put in an orphanage and they got split up and then they find each other like 30 years later. Yeah, you're related, but... And in that case, you actually are related. DNA evidence, yeah, you know... but it's the same idea that, yeah, sure, we're related, but we don't know anything about each other. We don't act the same way at all. We've had completely different life experiences. The one that's, like, let's say one twin stayed with the family and the other one was off somewhere else. And then that other one shows up and you're going to be like, that's my mom. Oh, my mom loves me. And it's, it doesn't, just doesn't happen that quickly. <laughs> well, and, and what gets me is that the vision – I understand why the vision wants this. Oh, the sure. Vision, the vision is data on next generation. He wants to be a real man. But this woman has to be thinking, oh, great. I had two screw-up sons and I'm going to have a third one? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. I mean you know why he wants a mother, but why does she embrace – she embraces him. She breaks down yeah, she's and bawling. cries. Because he's her son. Maybe she's thinking, I had two screw-up sons. Maybe this one will be better. <laughs> he's an Avenger. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know. I also don't understand the Grim Reaper's insistence that Wonder Man isn't Simon Williams. Because he's an energy form now. Like, he still is Simon Williams. Yeah, you just... He remembers being Simon Williams. He was just dead for a while, but... Well, and if we make such a big deal about the Vision being a living sentient being even though he's made of artificial materials why in the world wouldn't wonder man fall in the same category just because he happens to be energy and not and not flesh but he still retains all the memories of growing up with mm -hmm. his brother the, at least the vision never knew grim reaper as his brother uh, allegedly i but it doesn't make sense for why he would be so angry at wonder man and you know vision makes a comment about how i never thought to look up my mother even though i was always aware of her and i love the idea that he and wanda would like go to her door and she'd like shoot to the door with a shotgun like get off my porch uh, because why would she i mean the washing machine's coming to get me <laughs> anyway spades yeah that's... the card game is that, is that a... I don't... Yeah, that's I'm, a... That's a... I'm not familiar with... That I'm, is a racial epitaph. I guess that they... You know, I'm glad they didn't go any worse than that, but... Sure. I was not familiar with it. I've never heard of it before. Really? Do you want me to rattle off like a dozen more? No, that's, that's okay. Thank yeah, you. Probably not a good idea. I, um... <laughs> I, we've talked... So Simon, again, when he's captured uh, by the villains this issue, has this, like, crisis of bravery where he seems reluctant to you know he's worried that he's going to be killed yeah, didn't again. he get over that well that's the thing i i've i always like this plot did line. steve englehart not read those issues <laughs> jay conway told him it didn't happen i always have liked you know i've always liked the idea because wonder man died and stayed dead for a long time sure so i always liked the idea that he would be nervous about dying again. plus he's a very powerful character so it gives him some kind of balance but my problem with it is as you say we've been we've dealt with this before and i thought we'd gotten past it so it's kind of frustrating Yeah, when he fought Korvac. It feels like we've made no progress or we're going backwards. Uh, the last thing I want to point out is when they're leaving Mrs. Williams' house, Scarlet Witch basically says to Vision, between the two of us, we have the, the most effed up family trees around, and she is not wrong. So well, she is, because had... Vision could be like, I oh, know, that's just your family tree. <laughs> well, I mean, she is. If, I mean, Vision Mine's should be... fine, you weirdo. Well, actually, Vision should be like, no, I don't have a family tree because <laughs> right. I'm a... But, but no, if you consider Mrs. Williams' mom, he does have a rather odd family tree. But yeah, her family tree, you know, again, is, is just as weird. MVP? Uh, I gave it to the narrator because there's <laughs> more flashbacks than anything else in this. Yeah, I, I, my question was, does anyone actually do anything this issue? Yeah, no, no. Um, I, I, Iron Man, he has first-hand knowledge of a flashback? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, useless character? I gave it to Mockingbird because she stayed behind to clean. I, uh, I flipped it from last episode where you gave it to Mockingbird. No, you gave it to Tiger and I gave it to Mockingbird. This issue you gave it to you Mockingbird. Gave it to I gave it to Tiger. She's being a drama queen and it's getting really old. Best quote taken out of context. We're going down. Nice. <laughs> Avengers level threat. 
It should be. Yeah. I mean, but, but there's just too much talking. Like nothing happens. And, and, you know, we both of us said that there are these, we talked about these five villains and it technically is six because Goliath is technically here, but we really, I don't even know if we see him this issue, even though technically he's around and hanging out. We'll see him next issue. Yeah. It's a little odd. Final grade. I gave it a C. It's it's kind of boring. I gave it a B minus. I wish I liked it more. Uh, there's way, you know, the the first issue of the Vision of the Scholar, which had flashbacks, but I I well, I didn't like it. I gave them a little bit of slack because it's the first issue of a series about the Vision of the Scholar, which so we got the histories of the two main characters. Sure, fair enough. And it was it was contained. It was short yeah. enough. But this, Plus there were some other weird, wacky things going on in the issue that kept you entertained. But this issue, I feel like that's all we get. And maybe it's also because that issue was longer. So they had a little bit more pages to fill. So it didn't. But this issue, because it's a regular size issue now, it just seems like so yeah. much of it is flashbacks. Like every other page was a flashback. Yeah. The best part of this are the villain interactions as the man ape is like, I don't like the fact that my boss is a racist. <laughs> I think I'm gonna... And everyone that's working with him is black? That yeah. seems weird. I'm gonna... Right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm a racist, so I'm going to hire three black people and a robot for my team. It seems... And that guy that we freed from a cell. Yeah. And the big tall guy. It seems an odd choice on the... Yeah. So yeah, there's there's problems here. Yeah. Sure. Maybe we'll see if they continue as we move to Vision and the Scarlet Witch number two from November of 1985 by Steve Englehart and Richard Howell. And it is called... Brothers. Spoiler alert, the problems do continue in this issue. <laughs> we pick up right where we left off in West Coast Avengers number two, which is the middle of the action. Ultron is attacking the Avengers in their Quinjet, and he's one tough robot. He's also brought along some smaller robots of his own design to help kill the metalsome heroes. Stop saying robot. <laughs> While he and the Vision wax philosophical about family, the rest of the team splits their time between trying to stop the Quinjet from crashing and destroying Ultron's weaker troops. The heroes are successful in destroying the smaller robots and driving off Ultron, but the Quinjet took too much damage and the landing is not going to be gentle. Luckily, the Scarlet Witch uses her hex powers to disintegrate a mountaintop? Yep. Seriously? Uh-huh. How is that possibly manipulating probabilities? Why can't they... Stop. (laughs) Deep breath, John. Anyway, Hawkeye manages to bring the Quinjet down in one piece, but everyone is knocked out in the crash so the bad guys can easily capture them. Our heroes awaken in the energy cell that holds Wonder Man and Dr. Pym, with the villains arrayed in the room around them. Sadly, they wake up to the Grim Reaper ranting about his plan to restore the one true Simon Williams, which has to be the worst way ever to wake up. He explains where he got the Simon Williams body from. Someone who looked enough like Simon that he could just have minor plastic surgery to complete the resemblance. How this person was killed or died so young is never explained. Vision tries to talk to the Reaper, mentioning how he met his mother, which infuriates the Reaper and confuses the heck out of Wonder Man. Ultron then prepares to begin the process of sucking out the minds of Wonder Man and the Vision. For that, he needs Wonder Man out of the cage, and even though Wonder Man spends a little too much time talking about how glad he is that the Vision's his brother and they're both family... He finally decides to start making with the punching. The other villains start to gather around him when Mockingbird shows up, having tracked the team here using a combination of her wits and shield resources. She frees the rest of the heroes, and soon it's time for a huge showdown. All the villains versus all the heroes. Oh, well, only some of the villains. The Black Talon and Manape, tired of the racism of the Grim Reaper, leave the team. (laughs) 
But not to be rude to two men taking a stand against racism, they were always the weakest members here. With Ultron, Goliath, Grim Reaper, and Necra facing our heroes, there's still going to be a heck of a fight. The Reaper and Necra finally flee the battle, and the Vision and Wonder Man go after them, while everyone else stays behind to mop up the other villains. When the Reaper and Necra split up, the two brothers chase the Reaper into the caves underneath the villain's hideout. But first, they take the time to affirm their brotherly love for each other and have a quick hug. Aww. Anyway, using the Vision's power to phase through walls, they surround the Grim Reaper, trapping him on a ledge. They try to talk him to death, and during the discussion, (laughs) we find out that the Reaper did not embezzle the money at Williams Industries, as we'd been told. It was Simon all along. Simon says he's tired of people trying to make him into a saint. He's made plenty of mistakes, and embezzling the money from the company was one of them. The Reaper finally comes to the realization that only two people knew who had really embezzled the money, himself and his brother Simon. So if Wonder Man knows, he must really be his brother. And if that's the case, then the Reaper has been plotting to kill the brother he so loves. Overcome with emotion, the Reaper runs away from the heroes, slipping on some rocks and tumbling from the ledge. So they actually did talk him to death. (laughs) They really did. He falls to the ground far below with a thoom. Our two heroes return to the rest of the group, where they have finished all the fighting off screen because who reads superhero comics for the battles Mm. when they can read pages and pages of dialogue? And flashbacks. Final mission tally. The Grim Reaper is presumed dead, although they can't find his body. Necromanape and the Black Talon escaped, and Goliath was captured. They really are upholding the Avengers traditions. Wait, where's Ultron? He escaped as well. Did I not say that? I don't think so. I did not. Ultron also escaped. Just with one arm? He made it out with one arm? I'll talk about that in my notes. (laughs) Okay. With that, the West Coast Avengers head back to their headquarters while the Vision and the Scarlet Witch go for a walk, where the Vision suggests that they have a baby. Oh, that's a good idea. Well, I'm sure nothing (laughs) bad will ever come out of that suggestion. The end. Our roll call this issue is the Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Yep, that's it. Uh, We also, of course, see Hawkeye, Iron Man, Tiger, Mockingbird, Wonder Man, and Dr. Pym, and our villains are technically Grim Reaper, Ultron, Necra, Manape, Black Talon, and Goliath, but of our three villains... Of our six villains, only three of them get speaking roles, and that's the Grim Reaper, Ultron, and Necra. The others, we just see high tail. We just see Manape and Black Talon making a run for it, and Goliath never gets to talk. Scarlet Witch hexes his arm off, right? Or she hexes the joint or something, and then Vision's able to pull the arm off. Is that what I'm understanding happens with the Ultron? Yeah, I believe that's what's happening. All right. Am I also to believe that Tigra actually goes outside of the Quinjet and hangs onto a wing? Yes, with her claws. She could never do that. What I don't understand about Tiger is she's always complaining. She's complaining. I swear in the one scene she complains because she doesn't have enough power and then complains that she has too much power. It's Or she's too much of a cap and she wishes she has Iron Man's armor. Or And she's daydreaming about being more human. And... Yeah, she's. they really don't seem to know what to do with her. Mm. <laughs> the The crash of the Quinjet drives me insane because they want to... They don't want the Quinjet to crash too bad but they need everyone to be knocked out so they can easily be taken captive so everyone aboard the quinjet gets knocked out which is a little weird because the vision could make himself either hard as diamond or immaterial and that shouldn't affect him and plus isn't iron man like acting as one of the wings of the quinjet and when it slides to a stop he what hits his head on a rock why would that knock iron man out also, Iron Man, I understand you're trying to help guide the Quinjet in, but maybe, I don't know, face the direction or... Cer- certainly, it's it makes Iron Man seem like the clumsiest oaf to ever put on a suit of armor. Or, you know, once the thing's actually down, you can let go of it then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to hold on as you as you skitter along the ground. It's... 
I don't know how they captured Iron Man. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> then there's there's a wonderful scene where they're all uh, where Grim Reaper's going over his plan again, and the Black Talon looks like a Price is Right zombie with this Simon Williams dead body, where he's like standing behind it, modeling it. <laughs> this body could be yours, as you see here behind door number two. I don't understand. I guess the electric cages are adaptable because they had one and now they've captured everyone else and suddenly there's like four or five of those electric cages. The the cages, first of all, are really weird because they just seem to be like things of energy, but they're not... They're radiating each from one of these poles, I guess, but... But they're not... The, there's big holes between them. Yeah. So you would think that somebody could... Like, Tigra should be able to get through those like that. Without touching it. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand. And... Plus, there's very, it's very convenient that there's a master control switch that just turns off all the cages. Well, and, and, and it's labeled, like, control cage off or something like that. Their whole plan for... I don't know how they thought this was going to go when they took Wonder Man out to drain his body. Because they basically are like, all right, we're bringing Wonder Man out now. And you better not do anything. Yeah, like, <laughs> and he's well, like, okay, I won't do anything. <laughs> I mean, it'd be different if you're bringing. <laughs> out, I tricked you. <laughs> if you're bringing out Pym or Tigra, but you're bringing <laughs> out one of the most powerful people in the Marvel universe. You promise not to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And they're like, wait, what? He's attacking us. Oh, I'm no. shocked. I tell you, shocked. It How is. Dare you? Yeah, and, but it is funny because Simon walks out of the cage and he starts giving this big speech, and I love. And Pim's freaking out. Thinking, I love everybody's reaction. They're all thinking basically, "Would you just fight them?" Right? They're like, "Oh no, he's going to give in." Oh no! As you say, though, when when Grim Reaper tries to escape and the the Williams siblings go after him, there is way too much of this whole brother but not quite thing. And it, this stuff really makes my head hurt. I, I, vision, I'm your brother, but I'm actually based on you. And he's our brother, but he doesn't think that I'm your brother. But I used to be a brother, but I'm not the brother anymore because I'm energy. And we're going to put you into this fake body and pretend you're a brother. And I, ugh. You mentioned about there being too many... Uh, when I said about who reads for the action, we just read for the dialogue. And you said in the flashbacks. And there are a lot of flashbacks, but the dialogue here, I mean, my God, these people just won't stop talking. They really they don't. And it's just up. the same thing over and over again. Yeah. We've spent four issues now dealing with the fact, well, two issues, dealing with the fact that Wonder Man and the Vision are brothers. We get it. Whether we like it or not, we get it. You're continuing to tell us about it isn't going to make us like it anymore. You either buy it or you don't, but but we understand it. Right. The Grim Reaper wants his brother back, but neither one of these guys are actually his brother, even though the one still is his brother. And then we have the Grim Reaper's death. <laughs> and I have so many comments about this. <laughs> he's not dead. No, he's not dead. He just thumed. Well, actually... <laughs> Actually, he is dead. He does die for a while. But he will be back. Yeah. But here, so, so many problems. First of all... Why, but why would your brother bring him back just to do that anyway? The Grim Reaper is like, oh my god, you are my brother. So it just dawns on him, which I don't understand why this would penetrate his insanity. We've, we've already pointed out that he's insane. So why does this make him lucid? All of a sudden? Because Simon remembered that he was the one that actually stole the money. He's like, what? oh, wait, so you are my brother. Would that really penetrate? Maybe it would. I mean, obviously, I guess it did. It just seemed a little weird to me. But then he goes running away. He's running on a ledge. The ledge is fine. And then all of a sudden, he just trips and falls. So I guess Iron Man is... He, he and Iron Man are both the clumsiest people in the comic. Here's my problem. Did Grim Reaper forget that he has a, a powerful scythe on his arm that actually helps him fly? Well, not only that, but it's a shame that Wonder Man can't fly. Oh, and wait, he can. Oh, I could have saved... Ah, never mind. Then... Like, the, none of the... But he doesn't... Grim Reaper doesn't use any of his powers throughout this whole story. He just stands there with this big metal blade on his hand and yells at people, racist things. It's true. <laughs> okay. Well, and here's the other thing. So Grim Reaper falls. We hear him go, boom. And they're like, we couldn't find his body. Why? He fell straight down. They couldn't he, find it because they didn't look. Right? <laughs> he, didn't, 
He didn't fall into water. They're like, we looked all over. How could you have not found him? He fell straight down. They both just glanced over the edge and went, it's dark down there. I can't see him. I don't. He must be dead. I don't understand it. When, how do they put it? I, Vision says, I searched much of the crevice, but it was a mile deep and several miles long. Several okay. Miles long. But I want to be clear one more was time. Was it at an angle? Did he hit and slide? <laughs> he fell straight down. And we know he didn't hit water because the sound effect was thoom. Yeah, I... Not splash. Oh my gosh, that was that was so obviously. We want to be able to bring him back, and it's a lot easier if right. we haven't found his body. He fell a mile down and survived. MVP, Wonder Man. I give it to Mockingbird because she deserves it. Because she gets, she never gets anything to do. And this time, she's she, the one that turned the cages off. She turns she? the cages off. Yeah. She comes in, turns the cages off. And she does it with a minimum of monologuing, which I really appreciated in this issue. <laughs> well, she hasn't been around. She's not involved. Useless character. I gave it to Tigra. Me too. Yeah. Why did you give it to her? Uh, I don't know. I gave <laughs> it to her. She's Tigra. <laughs> she let she let Ultron escape. They talk about it here. Where oh, that's why you're. Okay. She kicks Ultron into a panel, and the energy in the panel uh, gives him more power, and he uses that to get away. That's stupid. Well, it's stupid for a lot of reasons. Well, First it's of all, stupid it's that stu- she would do that and think that that was the end of him. It's stupid because that's he. That's that's comic book science. That's best. not how energy works. <laughs> but it's also stupid because I'm like, really, guys, you can't give Tigra a break. I mean, a Mockingbird's like, was it Mockingbird? Did she go a uh, good job, Tigra? Uh, no, Scarlet Witch says she kicked him into a computer. It was an honest mistake, but he used it to augment his power and break away. And so they're like, it was an honest mistake, but you still gave it to Tigra. Why couldn't Hawkeye have done it? Or, I mean, if you're going to have it to be a mistake or Iron Man, like, you couldn't have given it to somebody else but the, but the character you've been dumping on for the past however many issues? It just frustrated me. Best quote taken out of context. Try as you might, you can't reach inside me any longer. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Avengers level threat? Briefly. I yeah. said briefly for a couple pages there they were a threat. Well, I wish I knew, but we never really get to see the fight. And that leads us into final grade. For some reason, I gave this one a slightly better grade than the last one, but I think I'll probably just change my mind and just give it a C again. I It seemed like it was going to be leading up to something, and then this whole thing just kind of fell apart. Yeah, I gave it a B- minus again, and this is rough because we both, if you listened to last episode, uh, I don't know why you'd be listening to this one if you didn't. Uh, <laughs> or, or how you would know what we were talking about. We gave the last two, the, the first two parts of this crossovers A's and B's. High grades, yeah. And for, for me, at least. Well, and A's and B's even for me are decent grades. They were a great concept. We had a really cool villain team shape it up, and it was looking like a really good fight that we never see. Then it just turned into talking and flashbacks. And because and this issue, when you finally, you finally have the two teams going at each other, we don't see it. Because we follow Vision and Wonder Man into the caverns so they can talk. We never see the fight. What the hell? We see more fighting amongst the villains than we do. Anything else? I, I'm willing to go along with your soap opera-ness, but you have to give me something else. You have to give me some action. You have to give me a cliffhanger that doesn't involve a guy actually falling off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, you, you just give me, I mean, even taking Manape and Black Talon out of the equation. and you, and you and I really wanted to see Black Talon fight somebody. I kind of did too. <laughs> I would have preferred... With his rooster hands. <laughs> I would have preferred to see the Black Talon and Manape stick around. But even if you take them out, you still got Goliath, Ultron, and Necra versus Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Iron Man, and Tigra. I would have I would have loved to have seen that fight. That's an interesting fight to me. And we don't get to see it because we have to follow these two people. Boo hiss. Agreed. So much, so much potential. Oh, I saw the cover issue number three, Craven versus Tigra. But that's not what we're doing next time. <laughs> Let's just watch him kill her. 
(laughs) (laughs) No, on our next episode, let's check back in on what's left of the scrolls so we can cross over with a Fantastic Four annual. And then we'll spend far too much time talking about the Beyonder and Secret Wars 2. It's gonna be great. But we are back with the regular team for a couple of episodes. Yep. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you want to get in touch with us, our email address is mail at avenginghour.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Avenging Hour. We have a Facebook page and our website is avenginghour.com. I think it's time to go. Jason's gotten punchy. I get really tongue-tied there. Talking is hard. It is. I'm tired of it. Let's go. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night.